Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. There's not a quarterback battle right now. I mean, we're going with our starting quarterback, but I think he's playing very well. I'm happy that he is, so Trey is not thrown into any situations he has to do too early. Um, if he ever is thrown into that, then I know Trey will deal with that and he'll get better as it goes, but that's not, we have a luxury where we don't have to do that yet to Trey or to our team. So uh, hopefully we won't have to. That's Kyle Shanahan, coach of the Niners right there, saying there's no quarterback controversy. Experience. It separates the two quarterbacks right now. And they know what they're doing. Trey one day, but not right. today. Play me or Trey me. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. NFL football tonight. The Thursday night games on the NFL Network. Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Jacksonville trying to avoid 0-4. And I suspect they don't have a very good chance of avoiding 0-4. But we'll see how that plays out. No, they're, I don't think they're going to go 0-17. So you can say that every week, though. And they're going to win one time. Uh, if they lose tonight, I think it matches or maybe even su- exceeds the number of losses Trevor Lawrence had in college and high school combined. Correct. That's not very many losses in high school and college combined. Well, the maximum would be four. See, because they're 0-4, that would be 0-5. I guess it could they're be. They're 0-3 going to 0-4 tonight. Right, if they lose tonight, then 0-5. So I'm not sure if it sets or ties because if it what I was going to get at if it ties, then next week you could break it, which would suck. But that was somewhat predictable. There was no way, whether they went 0-4 or whatnot, there was no way they were going, uh, what do they have, 17 games now? There's no way they were going 12-7 and seven or so. What would it go 17? Help me out. 12-5. Five. Five. He was going to set the record. He was going to lose more games this year than he was going to lose. Yeah, this happen. is a bad team. Yeah. And one number one draft pick isn't changing that. No, but uh, yeah, I can't. Got to change it over time, hit on a bunch of draft picks, and then a bunch more draft picks. And We've seen NFL teams get better, but not this better. You know, the Jets and the Jags were doomed. Yeah. We see teams go from worst to first, but not these teams. Well, not this bad. Right. You know, if you can find a way to get six, seven wins, then I think you have something to work with going forward in the next season. Patriots running back James White out for the year. Right hip injury. He is all done for the one and two Patriots. Tom Brady telling reporters, excuse me, not Tom Brady. Who? This will be Bill Belichick telling reporters ahead of his team's game against Tom Brady and the Bucs. Nothing Tom does surprises me. He's a great player, works hard, takes care of himself. He's talked about playing until 50. If anybody can do it, he probably can. He's had an unbelievable career. There's not enough superlatives and adjectives to compliment him on everything he's achieved and continues to achieve. It's unbelievably Nothing. impressive. So if he returns a kickoff 100 yards? <laughs> hey, they're trying a 67-yard field goal. Tom, get out there, see if you can take it back 109 yards. Come on, nothing. He's got to say that. He's got to downplay it, so kill him with compliments. Yep. Try to defuse any, anything going into this game. This is the biggest uh, reunion, separation, come together on opposite teams 
ever in the history of that sort of thing. There's never been a more prominent player playing against his former team in the history of the NFL. And you'll think and you'll fail. Well, the one that comes to mind is... Doesn't matter. Uh, okay, you can have fine. a thousand come to mind. <laughs> Joe Montana and the yeah. Chiefs played Steve Young and the Niners like the third game he was in Kansas City. Yeah, but that, the Chiefs that, won. That had no controversy. Steve Young dropped a... Okay, don't go into memory rank and tell us what a no, na, uh, nerd you are. That had no controversy. What do you mean it had no controversy? It's like Letter Carrier leaving here. He was still a very good player, but... The situation that the Jazz were in at the time, obviously they needed to rebuild. He doesn't need to be a part of that. It was a legendary, the most legendary guy of the franchise going to another team, and everybody understood. Well, and with the Niners and Chiefs, you knew you had a superstar quarterback who had to start playing because Joe was running out of time. This one here, they had nobody, and then he wins a Super Bowl the first year gone. That doesn't even compare. Try, 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 try again. DJ and PK. And he won't. We got to go. Hashtag college football. Deep dish pizza from Chicago uh, on the bus. So it was kind of neat because it took me back to my roots as a Division II head coach. Bus rides. You know, it's like AAA baseball. Uh, We took the bus back from Chicago to South Bend and got a chance to be on the bus with the guys so uh it was real it felt great uh to be able to celebrate it on a bus ride back to south bend with uh with your teammates and uh your coaches that's Notre Dame coach brian kelly on how they celebrated after they beat wisconsin i'm not doing it no way field it's a waste of calories if i'm going for pizza i'm going new york style thin crust the deep dish is not nearly as good as the other stuff so if I'm going to pile on the calories, I'm going New York style over Chicago style. I've had it. I've been to Chicago on work. Oh, of course, most people have been there one time or another. But I know of what he speaks, as a lot of us do. But no, I'm not going deep dish. Now, that's what you had to have. But I think that I would have passed it. Now, I'm going to wait, get the kind of pizza that I like. And deep dish versus thin crust, there is no question Thin crust far exceeds I didn't grow up with the deep dish stuff and when I try to eat it I make a tremendous mess out of that stuff why just eat it use a fork then Maybe it's too deep in the dish, and there's stuff just falling (laughs) all over the place. Fork is your best friend with those pies. And you just eat it, and you're good to go. Pizza wasn't made to be eaten with a fork. Of course, you won't take a stand. I'm going to tell you that thin crust is supersedes that other stuff by four thousand five hundred trillion six billion miles. Do you go with the ultra thin? Thin crust pizza. There it is. Thin crust pizza. I speak. It needs no further elaboration. Bulldogs quarterback JT Daniels is dealing with a lat injury ahead of number two Georgia's top 10 showdown against eighth-ranked Arkansas Saturday. Head coach Kirby Smart says he expects Daniels to play. Won't be 100%, but he'll be out there. So looking back, we'll say he did not sit, he never sat with the lat. 
College football players and some other athletes in revenue-producing sports at private universities are employees of their schools. The National Labor Relations Board's top lawyer said in a memo Wednesday that would allow those players to unionize and negotiate over their working conditions. Yeah, they'll just get cut, so be careful on that, guys. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. It's never bullets and board material because it's somebody else's narrative. It's not our narrative. Uh, I don't think we will all be here together regardless of age if we didn't believe in our ability and what we can do. Actually, it, it, it is funny because this is the, this is the only kind of lane and genre where you got to be a certain age to be successful or be great. That's Carmelo Anthony. The Lakers, they got some old guys. Turned into a little bit of a story here in the offseason, and he wants none of it. I hope they suck this year. <laughs> They're not going to suck, are they? I guess if all the old guys get hurt, they would suck. That would be how they would Don't suck. Don't take me literally. You want them to suck. You want a 30-win Laker team. Not winning the title for them is sucking. It's a replay out-of-bounds violations in the final two minutes of regulation or overtime of NBA games this season will be initiated by a coach's challenge rather than by referees. NBA Board of Governors approved the change on a one-year trial basis. Previously, coaches could not challenge an out-of-bounds ruling within the final two minutes. Well, Bob Seeger had a song going to Kathmandu. I need he should, he should update it. And we're going to see caucus! They go to see caucus... More times than you go to the buffet. That's ridiculous. I've been to see caucus. You too haven't been to see caucus. I've been to see caucus. I sent you photographical evidence that I've been to see caucus. And I'm tired of going to see caucus at the end of NBA games. How many more times can you say see caucus? How many more times are we going to hear Bolajack saying it? We're going to see caucus. Well, we got, let's see, 82 regular season games. Right. We probably got it Monday in the first preseason game. I don't know if Secaucus will be open then. I hope not. But they go to Secaucus all the time. Too many times are going to Secaucus. Get on with it already. What's the second most famous thing about Secaucus? I mean, the first is NBA reviews. What is the second? Obviously, you idiot. Thin crust pizza. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Going back to our previous bit. That's right there. It's like two minutes away from New York City. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 1-0. There's a swing and a high fly ball. Out to straightaway center field. Wade back at the track. Gets to the wall. It's out of here! It's gone! Great stuff. Fly ball. Right field. Myers going back to the wall. It is gone! Devin Williams, how many guys over the course of your sports writing and sports casting career have punched a wall and hurt themselves? Been a few, sure. Yeah. I think that's where you're going. Add Devin Williams to the list. A lot of highlights there. One of them was the Dodgers. Charlie Steiner stunned and amazed that after blowing a four-zip lead in the first inning and trailing 9-5, the Dodgers were able to come back and win it 11-9 over the Padres. They're in a 
race to win that division with the Giants. The Giants won. They needed to keep pace. They were down big, but they got one in the seventh and five in the eighth, and they come all the way back and win it with four home runs in the eighth inning. Look at that go. Giants beat the Dodgers. Sacrifice flies. The difference is Giants they, beat the Diamondbacks. Excuse me. Giants beat the Diamondbacks. Sacrifice flies. The difference as they hold the D-backs to four hits and a one. I think they're game. sixteen and two against the D-backs. So this is the D-backs way of getting back at the Dodgers. They can't do it competitively, so we'll roll over <laughs> and play dead against the Giants. So we're down to. Four days left in the season now, and the Giants are... Well, if you count today. Yes, I do count today. You should. Four days left in the season, and the Giants are a game and a half up. Diamondbacks are in San Francisco again tonight. San Diego's in L.A. again tonight. So, there you go, as that race continues. The Cardinals, we were talking about this yesterday. They won 17 in a row. But they've clinched the wild card, nothing to play for, and the streak ends immediately. Brewers win, four zip. Shut them out. So the streak ends there. Blue Jays beat the Yankees 6-5. Red Sox shut out the Orioles 6 zip. So the AL wild card race gets a little tighter there. Big win for the Red Sox, who had dropped back a little bit from the Yankees. But the battle continues. And the Mariners beat the Athletics 4-2, so Oakland's out. Seattle still has a shot, but they got work to do. Bees lost to Tacoma 4-0. Game 2 in the series tonight at 8. Listen on the zone beginning at 7.50. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Bees look for Krylock. Krylock over the top for Anderson Julio. Anderson Julio. Oh, good touch to separate for the defenders. What a goal! What a tremendous, tremendous strike! Anderson Julio! 90 plus 5! Phenomenal go-ahead goal! He had a game-winner against Houston, and now an absolute dagger in stoppage time against the Galaxy. Milan Hispanic Heritage Night, Anderson Julio off the bench, and the man from Ecuador, on loan from Atletico San Luis, scores a golazo! LA Galaxy were the better team. But RSL gets the two goals and wins. You were just talking about soccer the other day, the sport where you can be better, but you may not win. And the Galaxy, all the stats, shots, shots on goal, corner kicks, possession, all well in favor of the Galaxy. But RSL scores right before the halftime whistle on a ball that dribbled over the line by less than a foot. And then Anderson Julio in the 95th minute. Sweet. Into fifth place they go. Minnesota lost two, so they hopped over Minnesota in the Galaxy, but it's four teams separated by three points, so everything could get stirred up again on Saturday. Oh, this, this pennant stretch is something. Seven games left in the regular season. Now. Mm, yeah. And then we got four months of playoffs and a half a week off, and we start again? Oh, almost. Not quite. <laughs> You're a little off there. Oh, it's not a half a week? It's half of a half? Give him, like, you know, two. <laughs> RSL is in Austin Saturday for a match that starts at 1.30. A rare day game. Oh, so you have no excuse then. We've got to work Saturday night. Yep. Yeah. Good. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock 
plumbing. Coming up, Lincoln Kennedy, Pac-12 Networks, and Vegas Raider radio analyst at 8.30. And Greg Rubel, play-by-play voice of BYU at 9 o'clock. That is on tap for today. Coming up next, we will get to Hot Takes or Toast and the question of the day. Dr. Justin Johnson joining us now from Premier Wave. Doctor, how are you? Doing. So, what sets you apart from other ED clinics at Premier Wave? Well, we have the uh, best equipment available. There's a new um, acoustic wave machine that just got FDA approved that was approved specifically to help with uh, improvement in returning vascular function and also tissue remodeling, which is at the root causes of ED. And it's the only machine that was specifically um, made and specifically designed for erectile dysfunction. It's twice as effective, penetrates five times as deep, and then the other thing that sets us apart is we're doctor-owned, doctor-operated. We're one of the premier partners for this, this machine. There's only six in the whole world, and we have one of them. And we have a really well-trained staff, and we've thought through every, every process to make it comfortable for the patients. Who's the best candidate for this treatment? Well, mo- what most people don't understand is erectile dysfunction is, a, is like a wide range. So it's not doesn't mean complete dysfunction. So there's a lot of men who may not be performing as well as they did when they're younger. So everyone who's not being as satisfied as they, they feel like they should be in the bedroom is, is a good candidate. All right, so you got a special deal for folks today. Yeah, so this is a new machine. For the next uh, couple of weeks, we're offering for 12 Eight of Zone listeners, if they mention 12 Eight of Zone, they get $300 off the, their treatments. But... For anyone who's actually tried a treatment before from any other place and not gotten the results they've, they've wanted, we're actually offering half off to them uh, if they come in and show that they've tried it before. All right. Right now is the time to give them a call. 385-360-WAVE. 385-360-WAVE. Or PremierWave.com. Online at PremierWave.com. Or call 385-360-WAVE. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, perfect. Talk to you later. The Big Show show. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. The radio voice of the Utah Jazz, the one and only David Locke. Everywhere I go, what do you think of Rudy Gay and Jared Butler? And I was like, I think about Hassan Whiteside. All those conversations about Butler and Trent Forrest and Eric Pascal. The one that slides my meter of where the Jazz are and who they are is Hassan Whiteside. We were horrendous defensively with Rudy off the floor last year. Like, we actually had a glaring statistical weakness defensively for 14 minutes a night, every night, on a team that was the best record in the NBA. If we're, like, above average or even good, because Hassan Whiteside is 7-1 with a 7-5 wingspan? Hassan Whiteside is good. Lights out. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair. It's 2021. And you don't have to. Utah Facial Plastics Hair Restoration offers a range of cost-cutting and cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. 
Got a couple questions today. First one, how acceptable is it to boo college athletes? Billy says, very. Aaron says, unacceptable. Nick says, very acceptable. That's a dichotomy of opinion, I tend to believe. A full turn of the pendulum there. It has swung all the way back and forth. Very acceptable absolutely unacceptable. Joey says, well, can we boo the poor coaching decisions that are then played out on the field by the players? That punt at the 38-yard line, unacceptable. Okay, obviously when they line up to bunt, punt at the 38-yard line, and that's not a response to a player. It's a response to a coach who then harbors it the rest of his BYU career. I'm not naming names. <laughs> <laughs> that narrowed it down, though. <laughs> That's part of what makes Broncos successful or made him successful at BYU, and he was very much successful at BYU. I'm not following him to the level, obviously not even close at Virginia. I know they play Miami tonight, so I'll tune in, see how uh, what style earring he's wearing these days. Uh but yeah, boo the coaches all you want. I have a real hard time booing players. Aaron says they're getting paid. They can deal with it. Are they getting paid? Mm. David says for the NIL athletes, it's not only acceptable to boo them, but mandatory. If they're going to make a half million a year like a pro, they can get booed like a pro. So how do you know who's making a half million? I would it's venture to say no one in our state list. is making a half million dollars. Oh, yeah, I would take the under on that. Well, it's, uh, Easy. The under is zero. Yeah, I'd take you it. You can't go below zero. I'd take so it. So there is no under. Zero. <laughs> There's no under. The over-under is one. That's take the under. No, but the zero is the over. I just set the freaking over-under at zero. Can you hear me? Pay no. attention. No. So I don't think that anybody's even close to that. I think that so far around here has been a big nothing. Guys getting a few bucks here and a few bucks there. What are you, old McDonald? Yeah. <laughs> old McDonald had an NIL. E-I-E-I-O. And on that practice field. So. I just have a hard time booing college kids. You know, when I was working many, many years as a grinder in the print journalism business, which is now obsolete, the print journalism, uh, including 14 glorious years of the watchdog. I had a couple of players call me out for mentioning their teammates by name when they screwed up. And I took it to heart. Yeah. They made some mistakes, obviously. Uh, but to call them out individually, they thought was uh, too much. And there's something to be said for that. I didn't blow it off when they uh, had that criticism toward me. You know, I tried to figure out ways to get the point across without directly assigning blame to a youngster who played at the college level. You didn't, you didn't boo all you want at the pro level, as far as I'm concerned. It's not anything I would do. But if you want to, that's fine. 
I think it was absolutely ridiculous to boo Jimmer Fredette every time he touched the ball when he played in this arena as an NBA player. That that was childish, and I don't mean childish Gambino either. That was ridiculous. That made no sense to me. But if you want to boo Derek Fisher because he left your team, uh, that's fine. Or if a guy gets in a scuffle with one of your guys, so then you boo him thereafter. Uh, or And I also think it was dumb to boo somebody like Kobe Bryant. You don't poke the bear with him. <laughs> you know, there's some guys, no, you just don't do it, man. That's just adding fuel. And Kobe just came to mind as one of the top guys, certainly of his generation and in the history of the game. That was just going to fuel him even more. So that's you have to be strategic there. So you can do all that, and I don't think you should do anything more. I don't think there should be any name-calling, any cussing, any obviously throwing of objects, anything racial. That goes without saying. Uh, the standard boo, booing. The standard boo at the pro level, nothing I would do. Don't think it's anything you would do. But if Joe next to you wants to do it, so be it. Uh, but at the college level, because this came up where the Oklahoma fans were booing Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, for their team, and they weren't who I don't even remember who they played last week. Uh, was it West Virginia? West Virginia, yeah. yeah. I, I know I watched the game. I, I, as I said it, I remembered, and so they weren't blowing him out because the the quarterback at uh, Oklahoma. If you're not the Heisman winner and the number and the number one pick, something's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> hey, we only won of two, you bum. <laughs> Right, Jalen Hurts didn't get it done. But, so weird, but it's he was so really good. against Oklahoma's brand for decades. Nonetheless, that's where we are now. Well, that's college football now. Yeah. Uh, so they were booing him and chanting the backup's name. Ah, man, I don't know that I really like that at the college level. And I'm sure Spencer Rattler. I know we went to high school in Phoenix, so it's a nice area bordering North Phoenix and Scottsdale. So. There's some level of affluence there in that area. So I don't know that he needs the NIL, uh, but he's probably cashing in to an extent. But even still, once he 21 maybe, this is his third year, I think. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's the right thing to do. I think it overemphasizes a sport that is already overemphasized. But people have paid all that money, and they only pay all that money if they're mostly invested. So as much as we can sit here rationally and say, I wouldn't do it, and do you really want to boo a 21-year-old kid? I mean, if you've raised a 21-year-old kid, <laughs> do you really want to boo a 21-year-old kid? I haven't, so I don't know about that. But, uh, uh, yeah, if that's but people your are emotionally son, invested so, and so what? Is that If that's your yeah. son, what would you think? Well, you, you probably wouldn't like it. I mean, okay, but you, safe if, would you, if that was your son and he's happened to suck that particular game, would you boo him? And you, you, you're emotionally invested. Now, parents are emotionally invested in their teams that their kids are on, as long as their kids are playing. If they're not playing, then they want the other guy to fail miserably. So, or they're looking for another team. Yeah, all in as long as I'm in. I'm all in as long as you're not in the way. Yeah, that's uh, Brewer couldn't get out of here fast enough. And he had a hell of a spring game. He'll go down. I think they should retire his number just based on the spring game. I think it was like 87 of 87. 
I think he was 87 of 86. So there was that one pass he wasn't even trying to complete. That's how good he was in that spring game. You yeah. told me he was really good. That spring game? <laughs> he was. Before you go on the air with these things, would you check with me? <laughs> I'm not getting into it. People listen for us to get into it. That's part of the fun. You're contractually obligated now. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> You're the straight guy. So people don't realize how hard it is to play the straight guy. By the way, they just they don't. It it it, it takes a talent. I can pop off and say anything anytime. Ah ha ha. Blah blah blah. But the straight guy, I actually think is harder. Well, then I should get paid more. Well, that's not up to me, but if it were, I would. Yeah, can and you it? would. Sure. Sure, why not? Go ahead. What really ticked you off was a question to Frank. And it was a question. It was actually posed as, it's 15-15 in the spring game. It's only 15 up against 15? Weaver. Yeah. What, he only, he only against, played the first position? against Weaver. So is this guy <laughs> really going to be all that? Or it was a spring game and it was Weaver. And Frank said, it was a spring game and it was Weaver, although his mechanics are... Awesome, so, um, but you, you had, gotta you do had, it you had warm feelings toward him. It's okay. I had no feelings towards him. Yes, you had warm feelings. <laughs> I mean, this goes right there with Armin Gilliam, Caleb no, oh, and Charlie Brown. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, number one, and it's not close. What's and that? you should agree this. Put the shake down. The one I no. need to wear. Yes, the one I need to wear. Is Armin Gilliam, no, no. and it's not close. No, but that that is, was I but, was but legitimately the, out of no, my mind. But I, that one I have to wear. I was legitimately right, out of my mind. But if you know the backstory, it's completely acceptable. The Jazz signed Armin Gilliam. Right, you're an old PC two A yeah. Big West dude. He yeah. played at UNLV. Tark yeah. is your hero. When we had on Danny Tarkanian, I. I it was like you were talking to God himself. <laughs> I mean, Yak and I were making fun of it leading up to the interview. We're thinking, this is going to suck because you're going to take over. You're going to go nuts because he was your guy. And you knew Tark and he knew you. So, of course, it was understandable. If Armin Gilliam had played in the Big Ten, you wouldn't have batted an eyelash about him. I had, a, I but had, years, didn't. Of, I had years of NBA career to course correct, and I didn't. No. But you, because you went back to your younger day, I did. and you were blinded by love. I was. Who hasn't been blinded by love? <laughs> Every single one of us has been blinded by love. So the Armin Gilliam mistake, in retrospect, was obvious because you had a big time, justifiably bias. So yes, it was a huge reach, but you had a connection. That's how it happened. Right. But, but so you should, weren't thinking straight in the moment. Happened. I should have been thinking now straight. Now you've been thinking straight with Charlie Brewer, and you blew it. No. <laughs> I asked Frank a question, and you... you and you did not phrase you, it that way. I went rotate, back and listened to the question. You 90 degrees. I went back and listened to the question. It was not just a simple... You can say it was a question, it was. but boy, how about that Charlie Brewer? That was the essence of the question. Yes, it was a question, but it was, it was so slow. Planted. It's Yuck. like, what? Yuck. I Just went back and listened to it. Clip the yes, it was a question and get rid of everything else. <laughs> I listened. Thank okay. you for it was, finally acknowledging it was, it was a question. What was, low, what was known in the business as a loaded question. Yeah. And believe me, I've I asked many loaded, loaded questions. questions. <laughs>
I'm an expert at loaded questions. I bait most BYU players to saying dumb things. And I lead them down the path. Yeah, you and, just and they follow through. Holding the hand. Yeah. Ask Crystal Hall if I led her son and baited her son. And the yeah. answer was resoundingly yes. Except he already said he went into the room. Yeah, regardless. It, but see, that's the point. That's her son. So she's biased. I fully understand that. <laughs> There's a connection there. Obviously, you gave birth to the young man. So you have a deep, the, probably the most deep-rooted connection you could possibly have. I've never given birth. I've never procreated. I don't know anything about that stuff. So I, could, I can't tell you about that. There is, I have not sired an offspring, so I cannot speak to that. <laughs> I haven't! Like you turn yourself into sired an offspring. <laughs> you spent as much you time as OTB and the track as I have as a kid. You, you would know. That's the way he, that's his background. That, that's that's my point. Armand Gilliam was your background. I read enough about Del Mar, even though we didn't go. I read enough. I get it. I'm just, at this point, are you Seattle SLU or are you Secretariat? What, are you Aladar or are you well, there's, firm? there's Secretariat and there's nobody else. Okay, There's others, but not even receiving votes. <laughs> They're in a whole separate pool. Secretariat's 1 through 25 and all the others receiving votes. Then, on the UPI, if you want to go there. Oh, wow, this is old school. Yeah, now. there's this coaches poll people. There's the poll that if you want to go what there. What is a UPI, people are asking. So, of course <laughs> she's going to have a bias. Of course you're going to have a bias. But would it have been appropriate to boo Charlie Brewer? Even though it was a hoax, and I tried to save you, but sometimes it doesn't work. I try my best, and you still fall for You're it. You're lying. I don't see where you should be booing Charlie Brew. No boo on the brew. Now, how about if the quarterback runs out there, like last year? Don't like, be a booer of Brewer? That's nice. That's decent. I'll give you that. When they run out, if they would have run out Jake Bentley, sometime is it a boo as opposed to bringing in Drew Lisk and Lisk comes in, they win the ball game, and everybody goes away happy in last year's silly season. Uh, If you boo if Bentley starts to go out there, are you booing the coaches for not making the change? Because one time I can recall specifically they booed Croton for making the change. When was he was a, playing three quarterbacks yeah, in the like, game. Uh, who, who's right. going in this series? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, let's do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I yeah. can remember. So they really were booing the decision. Right. It really and, was and a head was, scratcher. Uh, uh, and yet some player has to run out there. Right, right. So you're not booing the kid. Except the players at that point are probably also going, what are you doing? Oh, I know they were. <laughs> yeah. I think it was they had pulled Ingham in and they brought in Lance Pendleton and it was a home game. And he, they, when Pendleton started running out on the field to start the possession after the kickoff or punt or whatever it was, you heard boos in the crowd. And I think there was more along the lines of the decision as opposed to the individual. And the kid's standing there. You're going in. All right, I'm going in. Yeah. So he goes in. So you can't really blame the kid. But I don't have any problem. The coaches making big-time money, they're all more than grown men, right? I mean, men of most of them are 40s, 50s, whatever it might be. And so certainly that's acceptable. I totally agree with that. So sometimes there's a boo 
but it's not completely directed towards the player. It's directed, as you said earlier in the segment, it's booed toward the coaching decision. That's got to be fine, right? I find that more acceptable. I find it 100% acceptable. Yeah. I would never boo, but if that's what right. you want to do, so that's, that's fine. Because we wouldn't do it, there's some level of unacceptable. Eh, but as long as it's a boo, it's but, simply a boo, but I'm we're okay bad, with it. We are bad test cases for this now. Because you cover games. Yeah, but I, I wasn't like this when I was yeah, in my 20s, though. Yeah, I true. sat there and watched the game. In my tens, in my teens, <laughs> I sat there and watched the game. In your tens. Pre-teens, <laughs> as an 11- and 12-year-old. Right. I watched a lot of sports. I mean, 11 and 12 year olds, I'm watching the Jets and Giants virtually every week, right? I'm watching Yankee Mets, yeah. Knicks. I'm constantly watching. You had a lot of stuff on TV. Yeah. And the funny thing, I never I had, rooted for any of them. I had network stuff. I didn't have the local stuff. But well, yeah. I did root for. And the Padres had like six games on TV all year. <laughs> only well, from we LA. had a game every day. <laughs> Weekend games from LA. Because one team it. was home. They only did road games yeah. back then. Well, there was always a team on the road. Right? Yep. That's the way they schedule it. If you have two, one's gone, one's home. So I had a game every single day. I never was a, f- a diehard win and lose fan. Even as a 10 year old, I wasn't. But I watched the games and I would just watch the games for the enjoyment of the games. And I, n- I never thought to myself to boo. So uh, obviously now, anybody who's been in the business 30 years, if you're still emotionally invested, you are you, a you have rare the, person. You, you are very rare. You have yeah. the emotional investment beaten out of you. Right. It just goes away. People don't understand that. The game is over and you just move on. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. But that's great. what happens when you got to cover multiple yeah. games per day. and You feel nothing. That, and who has that energy but every You feel day. grateful to have the gig. That's what you feel grateful for, that you actually get paid to do this, and other people are doing it as their leisure, and you, you're grateful yep. for that. Like that Beck to Harleen. Uh, that play, oh, whoa, <laughs> that was something. But then that was it. That's it. It's over. I mean, and the Cougar fans went justifiably berserk. Uh, was a once-in-a-lifetime play. I like that. And so, wow, you know, that that's, I'll give you that. Uh, but if you wanted to, you can't really boo the Cougars dropped eight. And I can remember they took, or the Utes dropped eight, and they took so much heat for dropping eight when the year before they dropped eight in a similar, exact same situation, a last play type thing. I think that might have been overtime. It was. And they won the game. It was the exact same. Yeah. Circus defense. Yeah. So this year they did. Rush, rush two, drop nine. And the next year the third guy... Stepped up. Because the way Beck scrambled around. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. Plenty yes. of time, plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who made the call. Is that Rubes? Yeah. You got a verbatim. Absolutely. Well yeah, done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great, great it call. Was, no, he yeah. nailed it. Yeah. It was spot on. Happened to have a it was, certain. And he's coming on at 9 o'clock. And Ralph in the background squealed like a little girl, but he's apologizing. <laughs> if you're going to squeal, that's the play to squeal. I was going to say, there's one that. Yeah, that's understandable. It's got to be that or Stockton shot. What else have you got? Uh, except on that, they had another game. They did. But it was still a heck of a comeback in the last two minutes when we all thought it was going to Game 7. If you'd said Game 7 with five minutes left in that game, everyone would have said, well, yeah, obviously. Look at yeah, the yeah, yeah. That was, that, that's worth an exclamation. I agree. All right, Greg Rubel's here at 905, Lincoln Kennedy at 830. And as long as we're talking jazz, we do have a jazz question up. And we will get to that next. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. If Blake Anderson in his first year at Utah State beats a top 13 ranked BYU Cougar team, 
in Logan, it would be overly devastating to Provo. And can you think of the chaos that would ensue in Logan? You'll never pay for another lunch or oh dinner. Oh, my gosh. In cash value. In ever. year one? In year one against a 4-0 oh. ranked 13th team. There's not a win on his schedule that will do more for him yes. in that city. Could you imagine John Hartwell just made this hire, and this guy comes in in his first year, beats Washington State, a Pac-12 team, gets his team to a 3-1 and start, and then knocks off his in-state rival? It would be insanely big. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Football Friday is presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. All right, question today, part two. The Jazz are in Las Vegas. Well, briefly. (laughs) They're almost done now. But how much can this team bonding in Las Vegas help the Jazz? A little. Why? Teams do have to bond. I mean, you are a team in a free-flowing sport. This isn't baseball where it's stop, start, stop, start. One guy goes up to the plate and does his thing by himself. You know, there needs to be a connection and a bond and all that. Now, is there some magic about going to Vegas? No. Does team bonding automatically happen over three days? I think when it's real... You never know exactly when or where or why it happens, but it does have to happen. And there's some logic to, hey, we get away, there are no distractions, and guys can really get to know each other. But that's kind of built into the NBA anyway with the 41 road games. So team chemistry is something they need to build. I don't see how you can magically say, we got to go to Vegas, it's going to happen. But do you need to bond in order to win the title? Because this team is built to win the title. Anything less is a disappointment. Even though, as Quinn Snyder said on his content day address, that uh, you know, at best the the team that's favored is going to be twenty percent, which means there's an eighty percent chance it's not going to happen. Obviously, so uh, statistically, the odds are overwhelming that it's not going to happen. Do you need to bond to win the title? That's what I would ask. Is this Vegas thing, whether it's Vegas or wherever, fill in the blank? Uh, is it necessary? The only thing I can come up with is it can't hurt. Is it necessary? Now, I never played the game, and I know all those people are going to say all that. You're right. I never played the game. I'm not going to pretend that I played the game. I don't know anything about it. I was a lousy athlete. I can't dribble. I can't shoot. I can't pass. Nobody told me to shut up and dribble because I can't. <laughs> you can't, not actually. Not dribble You're way more, way more coordinated <laughs> than you're letting on. Uh, but that's I, what they think. So I know, but I've seen, you, I've seen you play basketball. Uh, no, you'd be an okay player to pick up, Jim. You'd be I, fine. I set a screen. They called me Rick to pick. Uh, I've seen you drill an open seventeen footer. Oh, well, luckily it went in. It was straight yeah, away. Yeah, but it, it looked good whether it went in or not. I'd like to think of my uh, baseline hook. It's not like your elbow with some chicken wing <laughs> stuck out over there, and you took the ball back behind your head and flung it thirty feet in the air. It looked like a shot. I don't think it's necessary. But if they think it's necessary or they think it's going to help, I'm all for it. Because part of this is psychological. And in their minds, if they think this is something that is going to be good, then do it. I don't think it matters. I, when they're in the postseason, they're going to need to play well. I don't think you need to be boys. Because the reality is these guys aren't boys. They act like they're boys. But... 
if you're friends, then there'd be no need for a reunion. And if they win the title in 20 years, they're going to have a reunion. Right, so let's hope they have a reunion. Right? <laughs> uh, but if you're with each other and you're friends, people can just go their separate ways over time, especially nowadays with foreign guys. They're absolutely good. I mean, Joe's talked ways. a million times how when I'm it's done, he's going, going to Australia. And I don't blame him. I, that's where he belongs. And it's not like everybody else is going to Australia with him. Right. So I want them to bond on the floor. I don't care if they're buddies. I don't think they need to be buddies. But if they think they need to be buddies, and they think this is worth it, then I'm all for it. They need to learn how to play together. And really, the nucleus of the team has returned. So it's Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gay. Those are the two, we would think. And then uh, Conley's probably not going to play 82. So who's it going to be? Right now, Forrest? I don't know about the, the young rookie. He did not play in the summer league. So uh, we'll have to see. I would think right now Forrest has a leg up, but I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, to be sorted out. Yeah. You're not going to sort that out in Vegas either way. No, you're not. <laughs> right? <laughs> Quinn has his ideas, but he was just talking about it the other day, and he, he hedged, complimented both guys like you would expect when you still haven't played a preseason yeah. game. Yeah. Well, this is competition, so if it's between those two, who's ever the better dude and most productive, there are no favorites. Uh, you don't care what their background is, what they look like. None of that stuff matters. It's who's going to help you win. That's the great thing about pro sports. Who's going to help you win? That's the only thing that matters, man. Or other things matter, but that's the most important thing because that's what they're charged to do, win as many games as you possibly can and win in the playoffs. And if they think Vegas is going to help them, great. I don't see the need for it, but if they think it is, then I support it 100%. Well, they won't be the only team bonding. Other teams are trying to bond too. And the reason that the favorite is still only going to have an 18 or 20 or 23% chance or whatever to win the title is because there's lots of good teams out there. And they're all bonding. They're all trying to get that little extra edge. So I think the Lakers have more bonding. If you have a bunch of changes, then, then I the think bonding that stuff, becomes more. Yes, yeah, more. And they don't have that many changes. Why are you? I'm going to need to change the best record. You add to it, and they believe they've added to it in a positive way. And I think they have too. But that's the great thing about it, man. We don't have to worry about the schedule and the unfairness and going to Secaucus and Mike Jones is refing this game, so look out. He has a personal vendetta. All that stuff is a bunch of nonsense. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Lincoln Kennedy joins us at 8.30. Pac-12 Network analyst, Raider radio analyst. The Raiders are 3-0 and heading into a big Monday night football game. And we got him coming up at 8.30, and then also to talk about the Pac-12, which, man, we know the North got off to a, a bad start, but now the North looks like the better of the two divisions. Who is, who's going to rep the Pac-12 well? We will talk with Lincoln Kennedy coming up at 8.30. Greg Rubel is here at 9 o'clock to talk BYU and Utah State. Dr. Johnson joining us now from Premier Wave, and they have got a, uh, a new high-end machine. And can you explain how come this business and industry have been around, and yet this is a brand-new machine? What, what is the difference? What has happened? Well, this new machine just barely got FDA approved, and basically, you know, 
erectile dysfunction treatments a fairly new new uh, side of medicine. It's really only been in existence maybe five to seven years. This machine actually took 10 years to develop, and it was actually specifically developed for erectile dysfunction. The other machines, while they work okay, they weren't really developed for erectile dysfunction. They were developed first for, like, plantar fasciitis or knee pain, arthritic things, and they just discovered that it had some effect on erectile dysfunction. But this one was specifically designed for erectile dysfunction. And so what it does is it penetrates deeper because there's a lot of areas in the uh, erectile tissue that can't actually be reached by the other machines because they only penetrate an inch to an inch and a half, the, the acoustic wave power. This actually penetrates six inches, so it can get to those places that can't be reached by the other machines. So it's a sensitive subject, obviously. What would you tell the guys who are on the fence about this treatment? You know, I know a lot of people are kind of sitting there like, hey, should I do it or should I, should I not do it? But my question is, why not do it? Because you don't need to suffer with it. So many men suffer with this. You know, 50% of men over 50 have some sort of erectile dysfunction. And actually, 25% of men who are 30 or older have erectile dysfunction. So there's no need to deal with it. You can come in, get it done. It's painless. It works exceedingly well. And you can get back to having you know, better relations with your significant other. So who's the best candidate for the treatment? So there's a wide variety of men who suffer from erectile dysfunction. As I said, it can start even as early as 25 years old. And erectile dysfunction does not mean complete loss or use of the ability to get an erection. There's a lot of, you know, in-between things where you're maybe not quite getting as good an erection as before or you're not performing as well as you should. This can get anyone can benefit from this. And you got a special offer for people who call right now. Yes. So if you mention twelve eighty the zone, we'll give you three hundred dollars off your treatments. But what we're really excited about is this is such an effective treatment that if you've tried other treatments before and have not been satisfied with results, we will give you half off of our treatment package because we're so confident that you'll get results with this. The number to call is 385-360-WAVE. That's 385-360-9283. 385-360-WAVE. Or find them online at premierwave.com. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, thanks. Good talking to you.